It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino, an award winning edition of Win Lose coming up in 15 minutes. Michael Lombardi on the program in a half an hour. Congratulations to Polly. You are alive in Circa Survivor. You had two entries. You went with both of them on Jacksonville yesterday? Nope. Jacksonville and Houston. Oh, you split them up. I, and I was ah, going to be, okay. I, I, I really like Jacksonville. I love the spot coming off the horrible performance against San Francisco at home again. And, and Will Levis coming to town. Uh, I was losing my mind with that Houston game. So uh, like three interceptions in the red zone. They couldn't put them away. But uh, great jobs defensively. And they get the win. So we are down to 372. And I am forced. Nothing I can do. Both entries will be on the Miami Dolphins Black Friday. When you say nothing you could do, that means no Detroit. Already no, used them. No Dallas. Already used them. And then... F- Already used San Francisco. No San Francisco. Right. Okay. There you go. So, thank God nothing happened to Tua yesterday. Well, I w- you know that... Think about this. I didn't want to put this in the universe for you, but you know the position that you're going to be in if one of those two teams or both of those teams go down on Turkey Day? Right. I, here's My thinking was, being a great spot, my thinking was I'd rather go Dallas against the Giants and then Miami against this awful Jets offense as opposed to Cincinnati and then Dallas on Thanksgiving. While I thought Washington could give Dallas a game, looks like I was all wet on that prediction. I couldn't get there with Cincinnati, and it turned out to be the right call because Cincinnati lost. And what back-to-back weeks now, the most selected team has lost yeah. in Survivor. Well, and that's so. I had one ticket left on. I know exactly what game you're talking about. Obviously, that's the game that we decided to go with in a group of four people on one ticket. I was absolutely well. I'm not going to say I was against it. I wanted them to win over. I wanted them to come to my side with Pittsburgh in that game against Green Bay that day. Could not win them over. Evidently, I was not strong enough. And as a result, we're out. And here you are now, one of uh, you know fewer than 400 people yeah. in the world remaining. Yeah. That's, un- that's incredible. Really. Last year, I made it to the final 180. But it wasn't... Well, you're doing something right. Yeah. What was, it? What was staggering last year? That we... It was chaos and um, no one was safe last year. It was total bedlam at this point last year. I didn't think we'd get to... Uh, the final week. Yeah. Yeah. Even come close. I thought we'd be done by Thanksgiving, how people were getting knocked now, out he, left and right. I, I also love the strategy and, and see what people are doing. Champa Bay still has eight left 
there are two people with six entries left. Kevin Bradley, our guy who does a great job following this, still has five left. He used all five on Jacksonville. I love, uh, love my Baxter, who won a couple years ago. He has four left, but had, had uh, eight, but used a bunch on Washington. Motor City used all ten on the Jags. People continue to shove still. Oh. This is madness. I want to see how he plays it on Thanksgiving. And the Baylor guy, Traxel Baylor, who had 10 not that long ago, is now out. He used all five on Washington. So we're down to we're down to 372. But again, 48 were on Houston, 31 were on Miami, seven on Denver, 12 on Detroit, two on the Rams. A lot of them, a lot of those people lucky to uh, survive in advance here. You yeah. could be under 300. Any idea what you're going to do, assuming for a second here, the Dolphins win the game and you're alive on Sunday then? It's two separate weeks this week here yeah, at Circa. No clue. Maybe it just... Oh, man, is Can it you difficult? imagine if I got to go Will Levis? You might, you might have to. I might have to. Might There's have no to, good yeah. choices. So, so that's uh, right. Now, the other fascinating thing here, though, is also the playoff picture and the odds up at DraftKings, the adjusted odds with yes-no playoffs. So I, you mentioned earlier, and you have tickets on the Texans, Take a look at their schedule, and they have this huge game Sunday at home against Jacksonville. At DraftKings, they're $1.55 to make the playoffs, yes. Jacksonville at home, Denver at home, Jets, Tennessee twice, Cleveland, and the Colts. Way this this offense is humming? And you're looking at, you might might have five games against backup quarterbacks. Well, imagine if they win this game on Sunday, the leg up they're going to have on Jacksonville. Oh, absolutely. So that's essentially a two-game lead. You have the tiebreaker. Uh, safe to say the offense is nothing. It's not a fluke. I mean, no people, if, if anybody out there is still doubting this, you need to get that out of your minds immediately because they have the weapons. They have the structure here built around Stroud. The guy had three. I love what he said after the game. Mm-hmm. He was asked about his three INTs if he wants to dial it back. Taking He goes, I'm going to keep letting it fly. I love that response from him. Right. It's exactly what you would want to hear from. Nah, yeah. I, I'm gun shy now all of a sudden. Yeah. No way. Well, also, though, you got to get points, though. you got to go up eight there. So you got to be careful with, with some of the throws yep. you make. But uh, one, hor- one of the picks was terrible. The other one was poor luck. But to think they are six and four and they lost to Carolina and lost to the Colts, what could have been. Okay, so there's that schedule. Uh, the team playing tonight, Philadelphia, against KC on the road in Arrowhead. Their schedule... Again, we knew this before the bye week, getting that tough game against Dallas at home. But I'm curious if, like, the Cowboys plus 340 to win that division this morning at DraftKings is worth a look because they're dogs tonight. Now, next week, Philly's a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home to Buffalo. Uh, Losable game. Yeah. 49ers at home, losable game. At the Cowboys, certainly losable. At the Seahawks, they're a better football team than Seattle. That will be a tough spot to play. Depends. We don't know what Geno's going to be like if he's the injury. Now, the close is very easy for this team. They get the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants again. So you figure they're going to close out 3-0 and to go down the stretch there. But getting to that point, Paul, is anything but easy. And now the Cowboys are jacked up to plus 340 to win that division today. Mm-hmm. That's a great race because there's more wins coming for Dallas, and they've been awesome offensively. And you finally got Pollard involved yesterday as well so I love how their offense looks and their weapons but your comeback could be you're the Miami Dolphins when you play someone good you lose but they get that Sunday night game at home coming up against Philly and and it's there for Dallas um, and they could still steal this division you you also have uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still a dollar 30 favorites to make the playoffs underdogs in Cincinnati against Browning yeah, but we talked about this on Friday. Their schedule is, they, they can win 10 games still. It is easy. I would like to see a quarterback change, but as bad as this offense has been, they're still going to, no matter who they play, it's just, who can you put away? You can't put people away with that offense. Oh, no, it's You've been be... outgained in all these games, and you may, uh, to think about if Warren, if Warren doesn't house that one early, you score three points. It's going to be a coin flip at like every single game they play. I mean, that's the way it's been so far this year. And the defense is good enough to limit almost, you know, most offenses yeah. in the NFL to keep it close. And then it comes down to how many turnovers they can produce and what kind of field position they're going to line the up, offense up in, because it's just it's not going to be there from the passing game. That's not it's not coming. Well, if you, if you go back to back losses to DTR and Browning, though, 
yes, they were on the road, but the comeback is, can you even say it's an easy game and you're still, I can't get there then. But certainly Buffalo, Buffalo's good, but their schedule's so difficult that more losses are coming for the Bills as well. And the ship has sailed on, on Los Angeles. The Chargers are plus 450. With the huge win yesterday, the Browns are up to $5 now to make the playoffs. Oh. But, yeah, uh, well, full, full, full marks to the defense. But I don't know how they're yeah. going to be able to do this with the smoke and mirrors also every week at the quarterback position. I mentioned this a little earlier today. I'm finally on board. We can have the conversation about Brock Purdy to win the MVP. I took a little, because uh, the number is uh, sinking big time again today. Now, this could be throwing money away. Uh, who knows? But I took some 18 to 1. I was going to grab 22 to 1, that move from last night. This is uh, Jay Croucher, Croucher with a good tweet. Think about this for a second here. Through 10 games, he's first in the NFL in QBR, passer rating, yards per attempt, third in percentage, tied for fifth in touchdowns, and sixth in passing yards per game. Five INTs are tied for the second fewest among starters. His 9.7 yards per attempt are the second most through, no, uh, through 10 games in the NFL history, among players with a minimum of 250 attempts. He's right there with Boomer Esiason in 1988, Dan Marino in 1984, and Aaron Rodgers in 2011. Uh, All of those players went on to win the MVP. Uh, And to Croucher's point, if his name was Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, or whatever, he'd probably be the shortest shot on the board to win the MVP today. There's still the stigma of Mr. Irrelevant. For some idiotic reason, yeah. If he was a first-round pick, you're exactly right. It's Mr. Irrelevant, and it's also, well, look at all his weapons. So, yeah, he's got great weapons. Uh, but certainly it was, it was a fluke with this losing streak when he was concussed a couple times and just the luck factor and some interceptions as well. I mean, I, I can't believe this team lost that many games in a row. What happened? And then the mm-hmm. Minnesota loss, too. So uh, destroyed Pittsburgh, destroyed Jacksonville. Another good win yesterday. He was awesome. And uh, a big game. I can't wait for that environment Thursday night. Thanksgiving night when they go to Seattle. And if they win that game, the division is over. Okay, so here's another one. Opta stats on X. Brock Purdy has a passer rating of 157.3 over his last two starts. That's the highest passer rating by any NFL quarterback over a two-start span since quarterback stats were first tracked in 1950. Yep. The interceptions were bad, and one of them wasn't his fault. I still, have to, I still want to make a case for Stroud. If they win a 10-11 games, he's throwing for 330 every week. Oh, he is. And look at the wide. Who's Tank Dell? I mean, look at oh. who he's throwing to every week. Yeah, You're, Tank Dell is going to be a serious weapon in this league for a long time. That kid is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, but is it Tank Dell or is it Stroud, though? I mean, no, look, no, at, look yeah. at how these wide receivers are going off. Every every week, it's Stroud has most passing, Singletary most rushing, and then a wide receiver for Houston has most receiving. I mean, Dell just lost out to Ayuk. Yeah. He would have cashed and now 50 Stroud, to 1. Stroud's like minus 2,500 to win Rookie of the Year. I mean, that's... Uh, Paul's going to recap the betting action with win some, lose some next here on VEASAN. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Incredible weekend. Huge tickets cashed. First touchdown in the early games, Cardinals 13-1. DraftKings has added this market. It's awesome. First quarterback to throw a touchdown, Murray, 14-1. Lowest scoring game, Steelers-Browns 3-1. No surprise. Felt like it was going to be 13-10. It was 13-10. Highest scoring game, Bears-Lions, plus 650. Lowest scoring team, Jets, 9-1. My fault. They're 0 of 11 on third down. Zach Wilson threw for 80 yards and fell down walking onto the field at one point. Um, highest scoring team, the Lions, 7 to 1. The Bears had a 98% win probability late in the game, up 12 with the ball. They somehow blow it. Eberflus loved to kick field goals. Loves to kick field goals fourth and one. Well, the last thing you honestly want to do if you're the Bears is win any more games. I know. So at least they and- got that part of it right unintentionally yesterday. They had the ball for 40 minutes right. yesterday. And then and Goff had three interceptions, and they still lost the game. First time that's happened in NFL history. Most passing yards. He did it again. I think by two yards over Purdy, though. What a sweat. Stroud, 5-1. to one. Most rushing yards. Warren, 60-1. to one. He gets there. Steelers made one play the whole day. It was the Warren long touchdown yep. run in the third quarter. Ayuk, most receiving yards, 25-1. to one. They had this up at some places. I can't believe it. Jeffrey Simmons was 45 to 1 to score well, a on. touchdown. They had him specifically? <laughs> I, I saw, some places had it. I oh, saw it all wow. over Twitter. I don't know. For whatever reason, Tennessee throws to him in a blowout, and he gets the touchdown. Incredible. The Vikings 10 0 1 to the under this year in the first quarter. Giants plus 320 on the money line. They beat the Commanders. Most points Saturday in college football. Arkansas State, 75 to 1. How about a 70 burger? So they allowed 70 in a game and scored 70. <laughs> Figure it okay. out. Okay. Did it against Texas State. New Mexico State. Shocked the world. They beat Auburn and they were 15 to 1 on the money line. New Mexico surprises Fresno. You know, Keens hurt the quarterback. I mean, this I thought Fresno was going to walk to the title. They lose and New Mexico was 10 to 1 on the money line. App State plus 320. James Madison, the appeal goes against them. Game days there. They came out flat. They were double digit favorites. They were fortunate the game went to overtime. It was like a fourth and 18 they converted and they got the two point try. College basketball. Bryant, 20 to 1 on the money line. They were 22 point dogs against top 10. Florida Atlantic, they don't have their coach. It's a mess. Remember the Peter Kiss team? I mean, it's yeah. Bryant. I don't know how they did this. And they held Florida Atlantic in check and they couldn't score. Long Beach State was 12 to 1. They beat Michigan. UNC Greensboro was 12 to 1. They upset Arkansas. Vermont opened 1. They closed 5. They beat St. Louis by 10. They're 4-0 on the season, and late last night, catching 22 points, Jackson State beat Missouri. They were 20-1 on the money line. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Uh, you, you, uh, UFC. Wow. Allen, round three, finish 8-1. to one. 
Talbot by submission, 15 to 1. Round three finished 6 to 1. I hit a seven teamer in the UFC. What? All, all overs. Everything was going to the same. There were so many fights that were like over one and a half rounds, minus 160. Never seen a card like this before. So, uh, Rebus, round three finish, 11 to 1. Brito by submission, 7 to 1. Round two finish, 9 to 1. Johnson by submission, 7 to 1. Round three finish, 9 to 1. Saragi, knockout, 7 to 1. Round one finish, 17 to 1. Parkin by decision, 7 to 1. The Minnesota Wild, goal in the first 10 at home, 7-0. The Flyers, yes, 8-1, goal in the first 10, last nine on the road. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Look at this picture. Dog saves owner's life by lying on him for 24 hours in freezing conditions. A man broke his neck outdoors he survived lying in snow for 24 hours thanks to his dog who kept him warm through the night and barked for help. I don't know the guy was going out to get the mail or whatever, but he was going out just, he was out in long johns, a shirt, and slippers. He slipped on ice and broke his neck. Kelsey, the five-year-old golden retriever, kept him warm by lying on top of him and kept him awake by licking his hands and face. Wow. There's the picture from the hospital. Come on. You got to love it. Looks like Bobby Petrino. It's, well, uh, the neck brace makes anybody look right. like Bobby Petrino. Yeah, and, oh, my. What a performance by that dog. I can't believe it. Full marks. Lose some. LSU Georgia State over. 71 up to 75. 14 straight overs. The run ends for LSU. Army, Coastal Carolina, under 45, down to 40, 28-21 Army. NC State, Virginia Tech, under 45, down to 41, no good. Iowa over, 30 up to 33 against Illinois. What are you guys doing? You can't bet over in an Iowa game. The Dolphins from 10 up to 14. Went through the motions, ton of turnovers, red zone issues, missed field goals. They win, but don't cover. Couple lose some here. Sent in by Irv. Can always tweet at us. We'll put you on TV. I'm on a flight from Cambodia to Thailand. Look at this. Barefoot right off the bat. A guy's sitting next to him, and he's got he's just sitting there barefoot. He's got the shoes and his socks off. Unbelievable. Oh, Any flight safe. going anywhere, this can happen. No, right. No one's safe. Absolutely no one's safe. To add insult to injury, Adam Schefter. The, Gi- the commanders lose to the Giants again. No hot water for the shower. At least with the Giants, you got a W to celebrate. So that's a double bad beat for the Commanders. You blow that game. How bad was Howell's pick six? What is he doing? Where are you throwing I, I that I don't even ball? know where to begin with that game. <laughs> I know. Six turnovers. Man. Bad for the books. Cal and under. From four and a half up to seven. And the under 58 and a half down to 53 and a half. They beat Stanford 27 to 15. Marshall, South Alabama under. 51 and a half down to 45, 28-0. Miss State, 13 and a half up to 18. They covered against Southern Miss. Army, from five and a half down to one. They beat Coastal by seven. Steelers, Browns under. 38 down to 33, 13-10. Texans, from four up to five and a half, fell five. Dallas and over. From nine up to 11 and 41 up to 43 and a half, 33-10 Cowboys. The Niners from 10 up to 13 and a half, one by 13. And the Rams plus two and a half went off the favorite. They win by one. Ah, oh, Pete Carroll, what are you doing? And one bad beat. Niners, Buccaneers over 41 and a half. Tampa living in the red zone in the fourth quarter. Couldn't punch it in. Killer and why, why is Shanahan not going for two? Yeah. What good, is he good doing? Good question, Paul. Ridiculous lost his mind then he goes for it fourth and one at midfield with two minutes Buccaneers had a turnover at the San Francisco 30 they also turned the ball over on downs I believe at the nine and the 12 yard line all in the fourth quarter so much to be thankful for family friends food NFL football all week long DraftKings Sportsbook keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action new customers can bet five dollars on the NFL you get 150 in bonus bets Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. FOLLOW. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting part of the NFL. All right. Excellent job, guys. And congrats to all the people. They sent a couple tweets in, but the people that had the prop bet at DraftKings. Will every team score a touchdown? 
Yes, plus 850 cash. It got there, huh? Everyone got in. Everyone scored. Good job. Good week of action. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, will, I will say the though, early window yesterday. Yeah, the early window was nuts. But again, eight games is too much. And, and red zone was horrendous. Horrible job by Scott Hansen yesterday. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Horrible. They're way behind. They're missing touchdowns. He blows the G- the Carter news. He said Jimmy Carter was dead. Ah, uh, just stay out of the way. And it just, you can't be this far behind. And it, it it's, oh, the. It was so bad red zone yesterday. What I don't get with the red zone is why we do not see more double or triple or quad Bingo. boxes. Absolutely. I don't get it. Use that. That's your friend. Because the mix used to be awesome that they had with eight up on direct TV. Put three, four games on at the same time, especially right. when they're all. See, what happens when you got multiple teams in the red zone at the same time? Then they just focus on one game. And then it's like, then by you go to the touchdown and, uh, but it, you're right. The witching hour, the Dolphin finish, the Arizona finish, the Giant finish, Pittsburgh, Detroit comes back, the Charger game. How does Johnson Go, drop that off? When you're like uh, browsing box scores today, spend a good minute on the uh, Lions-Bears box score from yesterday. Yeah, it was historic. Yeah. Ball, they had the ball, Bears ball yeah. for 40 minutes, three-plus turnovers with a double-digit lead. And not only do they lose – they. You're right. Imagine if Hutchinson falls on the ball <laughs> and the Lions win by 10. Yep. That is all-time 99.9% tile bad beat in the NFL. Seems like a safety happens every week, too. I think you're right. That prop's always up. Michael Lombardi will join the program next. We'll get his uh, takeaways from Week 11 and find out what he likes in this big Monday night matchup. Tonight, coming up next year on Follow the Money, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Visa. Thanksgiving's back starting Wednesday. All of Visa's host writers and, a- and analysts are competing in a week long competition. To see who's the best better at VEASAN, follow all the bets and leaderboard, VEASAN.com, or go to the DK Sportsbook app, select social. Then betting groups were able to join the bets giving group to follow the action. Get up there at DraftKings and with VEASAN.com. Every Monday at this time, Michael Lombardi joins the program, long-term NFL executive. Uh, his show, Lombardi Line, is Monday through Friday at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific. There is a new edition of the GM Shuffle podcast coming up later on today, and his new book is called Football Done Right. Michael, good morning. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving week to you guys. Yeah, we have you this uh, discussion every single year around this time. The coaches that are either on the hot seat or going to be gone next year. You might have uh, more names to add the, to the list, but it seems pretty evident that Reich is going to be gone in Carolina. He'll be one and done the 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 Staley nonsense again after the game yesterday and calling out the reporter and he's getting all pissed off and you stop asking me the question he knows that he's gone I would think at this point and like what, what do we do with Ron Rivera now I I would argue that that was the ugliest <laughs> loss by any team in the NFL all season long yeah I mean look everybody said it how do you take the Giants at nine and a half how do you take Rivera as a favorite and I think we learned both cases right. You know, uh, I mean, look, the, the, the Washington football team turned the ball over six times in the game. Their quarterback continues to get beat up. They average six, over six yards per rush, but they insist on throwing the football continuously. And, of course, they fumbled with their running back. So fair, that, that is obviously a problem. But defensively, you know, they let guys run wide open free. They sacked DeVito nine times, but... You know, when you can't get a stop on third down or you can't make a, a you blow a coverage, all of a sudden an average quarterback can complete a pass to wide open receivers. Yeah, I think there's there's bad losses and then there's fireable losses. And I think anybody who left that stadium yesterday, FedEx Field, they knew that that was the end of the Ron Rivera era. I think there's no question that Josh Harris will move on. I think we all know that. I think Rivera knows that. I think in Carolina... It's the same thing. I mean, he made a move. He went outside of what everybody wanted him to do, which was hire Steve Wilkes. When the team was 7-9 and nine and competing in the, la- in the second to last game for a chance to win the division last year, and now they've gotten worse. They've regressed. And he's got this 
embarrassment on his hands because C.J. Stroud's playing so well and Bryce Young is not playing well. So whenever an owner gets embarrassed, you can expect changes. And then I don't know what game Staley was watching, guys. I really don't. (laughs) Because, you know, yes, it was true that their offense contributed to that. I think Eckler didn't wear the right shoes. If you watch the game closely, he slipped all over the place and he slipped on the fumble in the red zone. And that was a problem. Anytime you go to Green Bay and you don't wear the right shoes, that field you will slip on. It's common knowledge throughout the league. And they did. But to say they were playing good defense, good defense, I mean, that's really bizarre because they were 50% on third down. The only thing that really kept that game within reach was the fact that the Packers were one for five in the red zone. I mean, there's a third and 20. He can get off the field. And they get a pass interference call against Asante Samuel. They, they couldn't stop him on key downs. So I don't know where he's coming from in terms of this, you know, we're playing great defense. I think there's two misconceptions here. They don't play really good defense, and they haven't had since he's been the head coach. That's A. And B, they're not as talented as we think they are. They really aren't. I mean, yeah. that offensive line could not protect when the game became we got to throw it to win. Excellent point about the fumble in the red zone as well, which was enormous. Uh, then the drop touchdown. Uh, what would you do if you're running the Bears? Do you, you give Fields a look the rest of the way and maybe bring him back? Or what would you do? with? And Ibraflus has got to go as well, blowing that lead. But how well, would, what, if you're yeah. in charge of the Bears, what would you do? I mean, if you took the Bears with the 7.5 or the 8, you're thinking, oh, I got this in the bank. And really, you got so lucky because if the lineman doesn't kick the ball out of bounds, that's going to be a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and you're not going to cover. Yeah. I think you just keep doing what Fields did. When you watch the beginning of the game, they're running Fields, they're running the six-back offense, they're giving them some easy throws. But when the game becomes we got to throw it to win, I don't think you can trust Fields to make good decisions. He holds the ball too long. Look, there'll be value in Fields. I don't think Fields is a complete bust. My point all offseason was it's ridiculous to put this guy in the MVP conversation. It's just not fair to the kid. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. And I heard all this rhetoric, well, he played great down the stretch. And like yesterday, his QBR was incredible. Really? His quarterback rating was, I mean, did you watch the game? When he has to make a play, he's going to turn the ball over or the team's going to fall apart. Detroit played their C-minus game and won. I mean, Jared Goff in the beginning of this game looked like the Jared Goff that we all remember, not the Jared Goff who's been with the Lions turning the ball over. So I would play him. I would continue to promote him. I would continue to see there's going to be value. But again, you've got to compare him to the players that are out there in the market. And if you watch Caleb Johnson, you'd say, well, he's better. If you watch Drake May, you'd say probably he's better. But you got to make that comparison. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Michael Lombardi, huge Monday night game tonight, Super Bowl rematch. It's been a struggle this year, something we haven't seen with Patrick Mahomes maybe ever in his career, numbers-wise, right? Now, we're still trying to get used to which receivers are going to step up and help him out, not name Travis Kelsey, but if ever they can get healthy, is tonight not the night, Michael? I mean, off the bye, Andy Reid has been impeccable throughout his career, and you can move the ball and you can score on this Philadelphia defense. Right. I mean, Sam Howell proved that twice, right? I mean, Sam Howell's thrown the ball really effectively yep. against the Philly secondary. And if you can block them, you've got a much better chance. I don't care how much they want to say, tell me that Brad Bar- Bradford's a great corner and Slay's this elite corner. I don't, you can say it all you want. But they're, the guys are going to get open if they get engaged in a man-to-man. The, the thing is, you got to block the front. You know, one thing about Mahomes, I think he's actually playing better this year than any time in his career. The problem is they have 24 drops. Mm-hmm. Last year as a team, the Chiefs only had 33 drops all year. I mean, he can't, he can't get anything going because they dropped the football so much. And they're going to have to play at a higher level. Mahomes said on the field in Germany that, you know, they're going to get this thing fixed. They're going to turn it around. I think that's what Andy Reid spent time doing. Look, the best defense in this game will be the Chiefs defense. We'll have to see where Hurts is. We know that when he's been playing lately, he hasn't really been running the ball because of that knee or whatever he has that they won't acknowledge. So I expect this to be a, a really a good close game coming down to the final few minutes. And look, Philly is a good team. They found ways to win and be resourceful, and so have the Chiefs. So it's one of those I'm going to enjoy watching. I'm very so impressed with this Kansas City defense. And, and this now I know you yeah. can run on them, but if they continue to play like this, as I said a month ago, shut it down. But I'm still waiting on this offense, though, which has been disappointing. But full marks to Spags and what he's done this year with the defense. 
Yeah, no, and look, they're always they're always trying to force negative plays, and I think the key is going to be tonight is they've got to stop Hurts from throwing the ball down the field to, to to make those explosive plays. You know, the Eagles haven't run the ball as effectively as they did last year with Miles Sanders, so they're going to you know stopping the run is going to be critical, but also getting pressure on Hurts, and he's turned the ball over way more this year than he ever has. This will be a fun game because the Eagles should be healthy in their offensive line now coming off their bye week, and the Chiefs' offensive line has to take a giant step up forward. Because when we've watched these games in Kansas City, when they lost to the, the Lions, you know, they have struggled to protect for Mahomes. He's been under a lot of pressure, and I think that's going to be the key tonight. When will you have your first plate of food Thursday? Well, I'm doing your show Thursday morning. You know, I'm, I'm going to come in here and do Follow the Money mm-hmm. on Thursday morning. So I'm, I'm after that, but at least it's only 7 a.m. for me. I'm on my own this week, Paul. Oh. You know, when you have kids, you, you, you know, you get abandoned. I'm, I'm an abandoned. I'm homeless here this weekend. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not, don't cry for me. I'm not going to go to Popeye's and have their turkey special. However, <laughs> that being said, I might be on the Matt Humans program. Just, just eat with plastic forks. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It, by the way, beyond Thursday, the Sunday slate, oh. it's so difficult to like have opinions this early in the week. I mean, Oh, my God. Michael, the, the Patriots and Mac Jones or whoever the quarterback might be, they're laying three and a half or four at the Giants. What do you do with a game like that? I, I don't know. I don't think it'll be Mac Jones, but I don't yeah. know. This week was hard, too. The books made a fortune this week. I mean, you know, if you watched the Miami Raider game and you took the 13 and you laid the 13 and a half, how did you lose that game? I, how did you lose that game? There were so many of those games where, you know, where did you lose? Last night was another example. If they get the two-point play, you know, you're going to cash it. The book's made out like a bad. I agree with you. It's getting harder and harder. But I think what you have to do is stay away from the teams that you can't predict their effort level. Carolina. Where are the Jets going to be next week? I know Salah yeah. said he's thinking about the quarterback. Where's their effort going to be? I know it'll be on national TV. But Miami, you know, that's going to be a little bit of a difficult challenge. Yep, totally agree. New book, Football Done Right. New podcast coming out later on today called GM Shuffle. New edition of Lombardi Line. 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific, right here on VEASAN later on today. We love talking to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you. Yep, a lot of teams. I forgot about the Eckler fumble. Oh, that was enormous. Huge. Terrible. And again, Jay Glazer, the hottest seat right now was Frank Reich. I can't. It's, It's just a matter of time. Yeah, certain teams around this time of year again, to his point, I called it the white flag game mm-hmm. earlier in the show. You might get some of those already. This yep. Maybe as quick as this week coming up. Uh, in-pocket plays coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa, the Sports Buddy Network. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. All right. Recap what happened. Fun weekend as well. The big tickets had cashed. Uh, had the loser with the Steelers. When that went as expected, though. I can't score 14 points. Hello. Come on. Either you win or with the Bills. 32-6 over the Jets. That thing was over early. And Vikings-Broncos under 43-and-a-half. Good number there. But uh, you're right. What was on the line with that two-point conversion? If Denver gets that, because it came down to 42-and-a-half. I mean, yeah. that's a bad landing spot, number one, because it's a primetime game. Number two, the Broncos cover. It gets over. You get horrible landing spot because it was 44 and comes down to 42-and-a-half. In any event, another primetime game stays under. And I don't know how the Vikings lost that game. So a 2-1 and one there, adding a bunch of stuff. And again, it's Michael Lombardi and Stormy on Thanksgiving. It's Mike Palm and Matt Humans on Black Friday for us. So we'll get the soccer out early. Excited for this Saturday. Uh, Championship League, we're opposing Sheffield Wednesday, who cannot score. Horrible club. Birmingham City plus 115 at home. We're going to take Stockport against Newport County. They have won 14 in a row. Mansfield Town. Even money against Swindon. They are hot. And Swindon's that club in total disarray that Nigel was talking about. That is League Two. Yeah, League Two. And then Friday, good game on ABC for all the marbles. I can't believe Tulane's only three against UTSA who's been a bit of a disappointment here, and Trailer's an excellent coach, but I think he's distracted with the A&M stuff. And it looked like it in the first half of uh, their game over the weekend. Tulane has only lost once, and Pratt, their star quarterback, didn't play against Old Miss. And a big one Saturday, cannot wait, Michigan and Ohio State. I will go under 46.5 in that one. There you go. All you can eat. Yeah, um, Nigel said that Swindon was the team that in total disarray, right? That's right. Okay. Right. I'm posing them with Mansfield. Yep. All right. Uh, Buccaneers, 49ers, over 41 and a half. Loser. I, I, I'm speechless. Yes. 14 minutes scoreless to close out the game. And Tampa living in San Francisco. Oh. In the red zone, not territory. In the red zone. Turnover on downs, I believe, at the 9 and the 12-yard line. Had a turnover at the 30-yard line earlier in the game. Brutal loser to have on board. Uh, a three-unit loser with Oregon State plus one against Washington. I missed out on the best number. Washington opened up minus two. I tried to grab the two, vanished. I took one. Washington did absolutely nothing in the second half. Didn't have the ball either. Couldn't even, couldn't even get a first down no. in the second half. No. And thanks to the, the crazy safety... That's a loser. Uh-huh. Uh, Charlotte Leclerc, top three, plus 150 at the F1. That was a winner. So, F1 I'm not really into. I got him at 16-1 to on another bet to win it outright before the qualifying and practice started. Yeah. But because he had such a great week leading into the event and the poll, he got down to like plus 210 at spots. Yeah. Well, and then everybody here was betting the field against yeah, everyone, Verstappen. Everyone who follows this says the field's a lock. Because then Verstappen comes out with all his comments. Then he has the penalty and he still wins the Jerry damn race. Did. And then I'm contemplating, well, maybe I should come back and now he's on like minus 170. The guy never loses. Should I bet him? I didn't. So anyway, um, that was a lot of fun to watch, by the way, that, that race. The, the whole city, the track un- looked terrific. Here's what I'm adding. 
uh, this week. College basketball starts hot and heavy today with the tournaments. This is uh, the ESPN Invitational. Iowa State's in this thing. Texas A&M, they're really good. Florida Atlantic is in it. I grabbed Iowa State plus 450 to win the ESPN Invitational. Their draw at the bottom half is VCU. If they win that game, they get Boise, Vatek, the winner there. They have an easier draw than the teams up top. I still see like plus 360. Maybe there's a four to one out there if you want to get involved. Cyclones, let me see here. Ken Palm has him ranked 13th overall. Torvik, 25th. And Eric Haslam has him 9th overall in the country at this point. Good program, good team this year. Took him plus 450 to win that thing. And we'll go half unit tonight on anytime touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell, plus $6. And uh, from last week on the openers, two-unit play on the Chiefs, minus 2.5. I laid 15 cents with the number back then. Yep. So Mitch is 11-15 and 15 in November, but up... 196 units for the month. <laughs> what the snow? That's, that's awesome. That's what happens when you have uh, some of those big dogs coming once in a while. Yeah, that's awesome. If you haven't become a VEASAN Pro subscriber yet, now's your best chance to sign up and save. Get our Black Friday special today and get VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st for only $60. Daily best bets, the betting splits, the video access, the betting guides, college, the Bulls, Super Bowl, March Madness. The best offer of the year. Black Friday special now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Hey, can I run this by you real quick? We had a uh, mutual friend who had a big score recently. And he transferred a lot of the money. On what? A future ticket? A future ticket, yeah. Okay, yeah. He transferred the money from his betting app to his bank account. So on Saturday, he goes to withdraw a lot of the funds. It's a, it's a nice chunk. It's, you know, high five, five figures, whatever. Yeah. When he's at the bank... The teller, as he's explaining how much money he wants, out, looks at him and, and she goes, can I ask what this is for? <laughs> he just is, he's befuddled. He's like, what? What am I going to use the money for? Yes. The teller says this? The teller wants to what? know why he's withdrawing that much money. So he just ad-libbed. He's like blown away. He's like, it's a college football first quarter bet. That's what he told her. He had no idea what to say. Which, what was her reaction? I just, he had no response. I mean, didn't even know what he was talking about, probably. I've never been asked that. Is that, that's, 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 you don't do that. No, no, of course you don't do that. Stay in your lane, honey. What's this for? He also told me that his sister, it recently happened to his sister as well. He should have said for drugs or something. (laughs) Just whatever. Oh, I'm blowing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a big score. We're getting hookers, blow. Gonna be great. Bachelor parties in town. You have no idea what we're gonna... Is this, is this turning into like common practice where you're asked when you take out a lot of money at the bank, what is this for? Is it, I, to me, that's like, I'm sorry, where's your manager? Fire her, please. What? It's none of your damn business. Usually get like the, what do you do? What do you do for a living stuff like that? But that's, can I ask what he, it's he for? He like laughed I out. Thought, I thought you were going to go with the, uh, well, we only have 20s or oh, something. Oh, no, no. Yeah, they, the money or whatever. They had to give him a bunch of 50s, though. <laughs> Like, it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. This Well Fargo, man, they can kiss my ass. This was, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Oh, the 50s. Okay, here's, here's Every two, time with the 50s. Here's 2050s. Huh? Number yep, one, sure. everyone knows it's bad luck. So gamblers don't want $50 bills. It's bad luck. Number two, they won't give you hundreds. It's either a stack of 20s or 50s. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I mean, p- people look at me. Well, they always look at me sideways. But then it's just, oh, God, what kind of an operation. Now they're closing the drive through on me December 1st. I go, why? Oh, not a lot of activity. I go, because you only have two lanes and you closed one of them and you laid off half your staff. Now I got to go in every single time on this one. That's fun. They closed the drive-thru. The one gal comes because she likes Jordan. I always drink Jordan. He gets a snack. And that's like, ah, oh, what a fiasco. You don't like going to wait in the, uh, in the oh, bank behind no like way. 10 strangers? Oh, I don't want to go by. I don't want to keep me away from people. I okay. love the drive-thru. Love it. What, uh, what are you expecting tonight now? Uh, Chiefs and under. What are the, what I, are I'm the with Chiefs? you on the Chiefs. I mean, just as the 21 and three, uh, fat man off the bye, uh, and and the fact that you know, 20, what uh, 20? Yeah, excuse me, uh, 20 mile per hour winds, 40 percent chance of rain. Uh, gotta love this Kansas City defense, and certainly I'm still concerned. We're almost in December, still concerned about this Kansas City offense. Now the weather might play a factor here. Yeah. Let's say it's not as bad as we think it might be with the potential rain or the winds and off the bye if the offense finally is humming tonight for the Chiefs. 
Do we do we freak out and say they're back, or oh, do we you freak? Yeah, you're do, freaking do out look, big but, time. Do we look at the well, Eagles numbers on the year and say it's kind of expected? No, no. Well, here's why you're freaking out, because with the way this defense is playing and they're number two in points allowed, with what's going on in Buffalo and now with Burrow out for the year, you've seen Miami against good teams, and you still see Lamar Jackson in January. So it, you're looking at the Kansas City Invitational. I, I, I loved his answer in a recent primetime game when he was asked if this is the best defense he's ever had with KC. And his response was, they might be the best defense in football. So, yeah, it's the best defense we've had during my time here. And he's really not that far off. When you look at a lot of the numbers, you could run on this team, but when you look at a lot of the numbers again, they are elite, top three, top five, in a lot of like passing metrics defensively. You combine that with an offense that might click at some point, and you would expect it to. Okay, anytime I can get Mahomes, I don't. I'm not going to get cocky with this because the game hasn't been played yet. But I can get Mahomes below a field goal at home. I have to agree. Totally agree. I like him over 24 and a half rushing yards too. Okay, that's too low. If you missed any of the show, you can go back and search "Follow the Money." Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, you can find it there. Best of luck tonight. We'll see you. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.